Hi. Welcome back to Rock Collect. We're going to a place. We are going to the week of my 18th birthday, August 24th, <gasps> 2006. Red Collect. Okay. So, funny side note, I had to text Tiffany when she sent me the honorable <laughs> mentions. I was like, did we do this week? Only because, and I had, you know what I had to find? I did a UK charts that was very close to this. And so that was where I got all turned around because I was like, I have seen all of these songs. But not on. in this order. <laughs> no, no, no. But I was like, I, because I, in the honorable mentions, Deja Vu was like one of the first options. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know I've picked that. I, know I picked that song as an honorable mention Bossy, before. Bossy, you have picked. But I, I think also, that was like an unrelated to Billboard it, choice. It was. That was during like Girl. But I knew, I knew based on the way that, that it looked, except for the top 10, which I think is out of the bounds of what we've discussed in this time okay. period. I was like, I see some repeats, but we're going to get through it. In the top 10 or just no, in, no, the no, no, no. in the honorable mentions? In the honorable mentions. The honorable mentions, I mean, they can be misleading too. Also, I thought in my head, because you were like, we've only done one thing in this year. Which and is true. Okay. I, I believe you. I, I was just like double checking because I got <laughs> very overwhelmed. I was like, I've seen a lot. We've There has been discussion about some of this. While I am chaos and generally or unorganized, I will check. I will go back through the feed and check dates because yeah. I don't want there to be too, too much right. crossover. But I also was like, maybe I also have this week bookmarked or like something Might. close. Because Might. sometimes that will happen when I see the honor bunches. I'm like, is this a week that I like plan to talk it's about, like, but never which, did? Which yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I tend to just, if I'm doing a billboard week, I just check what we've already done. Sure. Because that seems to be easy. It's, it's, yeah. So it was. Also, our spreadsheet used to be so useful and now it. <laughs> maybe if I feel ambitious, I'll update it. I can I I'm fine updating my parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but it's just like <laughs> I mean it would just be going through the feed and like plugging in dates and then that That's person all- who was in charge of that week just going back through cuz right. I've been still notating it. Yeah, all of I have all of the notes from all of the things. I should also I think I have all the notes. Anyway, I think this is this is nobody this is needs that, to hear yeah. this. My birthday was Tuesday. I turned 33. Therefore uh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> As I informed Tom when I arrived today <laughs> that he was the only one who sang me happy birthday, but that is like exactly what I wanted. And it was just like that. <laughs> it was literally the best thing ever, though. Like it, I was laughing. It was mm, six in the morning when I saw it, and yeah. I was laughing so hard. This is what it's like to be my friend. You get Marco Polos from me before 6 a.m. Before. And they are full energy. <laughs> Yeah, you're like fully alive. You're at a 10. The other day I texted Tiffany and I was like, you know, my ideal day is to do all of my work from 7 to 10 and then not do anything and just wind down for the rest of the day. And you like, you sent me back. You're just like, that is the most true statement, but it is also hilarious. I was like, there's only three hours in the day that you get prime Tom. That's kind of like what I want. I strive for my life to be. Today felt very close to that kind of energy where I just- You did got a lot done. I got crushed in a lot of stuff You found documents? I did, that I thought I threw away. Fucking <laughs> that whole conversation was really funny. Okay, sorry, it was your birthday on Tuesday. I'm not, it was, I'm just, just it was famously my birthday, uh, so I felt I had like another thing picked and like started to write it, and uh-huh. I was like, no, I want to cover a birthday week, <laughs> so I just chose a Billboard week of my birth. Essentially, we love that. So, 2006 was when I turned 18. That was 15 years ago. 
What was the month and day? August 24th. Okay. 2006. The big movies included. <sighs> Let me know. Pirates of the Caribbean. The first one. Yes. Wow. Dead Men's Chest. Was that the first no. one? No, that's Maybe. not the first one. I think it was just Pirates. And no, I don't think that's maybe. the first one. Uh, Night at And it the couldn't Me- have been because I played Pirates of the Caribbean, the theme song in middle school. Black Pearl. <laughs> that's the ship. That's not the movie. I said it with such certainty. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, I can't even tell you how many times I was playing. I feel like everybody did that. Every, I feel like every year in some format, I played a version of that. Dead Men's Chest is the second one. Okay, that makes sense because yeah. I feel like the first one. The first one is Black. It's the Curse of the Black Pearl. So I was like, you were not, you were I was it. there. Yeah. Man, I really liked those movies at one point. I've never seen one. Really? So it's very <laughs> interesting. So Johnny Depp is very attractive in the first one. Mm-hmm. He's like a scoundrel. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like this weird flip <clears throat> where he's just supposed to be comical and funny. And like they make Orlando Bloom look like the most attractive human that's ever walked planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And Kira Knightley is the most attractive woman that's ever walked the earth. Sure. And then naturally they like yeah. become intertwined. It's like fun, stupid entertainment if you're ever in the mood for that. I'm not. I think I have such trauma with the music. That's fair. Yeah. I could see that ruining the whole thing. I really liked Johnny Depp at one point in my life. So I mean, I think that tracks. I do think Orlando Bloom <laughs> is pretty fine. He, he, that, I think maybe the third one especially is like, peak just them making him look fine like and oof. also when he was an elf like androgynous in the lord of the rings i was like this yeah yeah fluidity mm-hmm. <laughs> we love fluidity we well. stand fluidity stand fluidity is the maturity choice you know the mature choice it is fluidity is the mature choice it is okay uh created in 2000 blu-ray discs were made available in 2006 they contain up to five times more information than a dvd i will still just buy a dvd but uh, i'm also not like a video if it audio doesn't file. matter to me and i just need to own the content yeah like if it's a film yeah that you need to own yeah that it doesn't matter how it looks like i want to just watch it i I would also argue that the content in which I consume does not need to look the best. That's the thing. Like yeah. if it's some like, you know, adventure title. Sure, sure. Sci-fi. Where I need like fantasy. a sound bar or some yeah, shit to like, listen okay, to. Yeah, like, okay. But if it's like Devil Wears Prada and I only can find the full screen at the exchange for $2.50, then awesome. you better believe that I will buy that and it will be fine because you can just change your settings on the TV. I yeah. don't care. Then sometimes everyone's the cut their heads. Yeah, cut off. it's like fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Disney's High School Musical was that channel's most viewed and anticipated program. We're all together. That's why a lot of it missed me because I was like a little too old. I believe High School Musical was in the top ten of that British week. We it did. was. I believe. I believe that it was. <laughs> David Copperfield and two assistants were robbed at gunpoint. The renowned magician was able to employ a sleight of hand to conceal his possessions when the thieves turned to him. He was quoted as calling his spontaneous illusion reverse pickpocketing. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking stupid. I had to include it. iTunes billionth song was downloaded in February 2006. Wow. 
It was Speed of Sound by Coldplay. Which wow. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Coldplay just is around, aren't they? They really haven't gone anywhere. They really haven't. They've been around for a long time. They've been time. around for a really yeah. long time. Like a real long time. Good for them. Uh, uh, honestly, <sighs> did, when Marina, sorry, Electra Heart era, Marina was opening for Coldplay and that never made sense to me, but that is the thing that happened. I wish I would have gone to that. The fact that Marina I would have, I at an outdoor venue had a parasol while it was raining and just like sang Electra Heart songs to massive stadiums. Full chest. It's like it's I so adore funny that. To me. I adore that. I obsessed. I am obsessed with everything about what you just said. I just thought I should bring that up in case you didn't know about that. So I didn't. So that did. was a treasure. <laughs> Thank you for that. There was a movie from 2006 called Zizix, <laughs> and I'm going to spell this for you. Z Y Z Z Y X Zizix. Zizix Road, which starred Katherine Heigl, it had a budget of one point two million and earned just thirty dollars at the box oh, office. God. I didn't look anything else up about it. Poor woman. But we all just need to know that that happened. That's why she's gone away and has never come back. She was like, "I'm okay forever. This is fine." I don't know. I don't follow her career, but there, it seems like a storied moment to like know what's going on with Catherine Heigl <laughs> at any given moment. I think that's possible. I just, people hate her. People love her. She kills any franchise she's involved with. It's really wild. It's a, it's a time. Yeah. So the big breakups of the year were Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards. Wow. Paul McCartney and Heather Mills. Sure. And Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. Wow. Last but not least, Facebook open to anyone over 13 with a valid email address. I just put a peace sign up because I was like, I remember. <laughs> tag yourselves. Okay. Could you tag back then? I don't know. <laughs> These are food for thought, everyone. Probably. Let's jump right on into this shit. You not want to talk about your 18th birthday? Oh, I don't remember my 18th birthday, hon. Oh, I... <laughs> No. There was some kind of cultural. No, not even. Not even. I just turned 18. <laughs> okay. I had so much trauma proceeding <laughs> into that. Were you done with school or were you going into your senior year? No, I finished my senior year. Okay. So I was pregnant and had an abortion <laughs> that year. And so then I did don't you, remember and then you any moved, of it. Is that when you moved to? I moved to Iowa the next summer. Okay. I was just like in the thick of it. I the literally don't remember anything about turning 18 at all except i probably bought cigarettes at some point because yeah. i could and i did smoke intermittently then so good for you <laughs> yeah i don't think i've I never i've never purchased tobacco really really because wow. i always thought if i purchased it, it like would break the seal and then i would just be someone who smoked and so i just don't uh, I would do that. I would buy them and then give a bunch of them away and then smoke like half the pack and then be like, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're over there singing Brandy. You're like, oh, those doesn't count. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking foolish. Okay. Number 10. <laughs> I'm doing the dance. I mean, I'm not, but I don't know this. 
Well, it's called Shoulder Lean. I, I would have, I could have bet money if that was the title of this, but I. By Young Dro and T.I. Okay. Famous. This is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Famously, we don't like T.I. No, we T. don't. T.I. Dug, dug his own grave he recently. He did. He did. Shoulder Lean is a song by American hip hop recording artist Young Bro. Yes. Released July 4th, 2006, as his debut single and lead single from his debut studio album, Best Thing Smokin'. The song features fellow label mate T.I. on the hook. The song was a massive hit in the United States, reaching number 10. Oh, sorry, reaching the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 and at number one on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. This was Young Joe's first and only top 10 single and T.I.'s fourth top 10 single. I it's stopped, a stop for me. I stopped this for both of us. <laughs> I don't. I never have heard that song. I've definitely heard it in passing. But I was also trying to like locate. I'm like, what was I listening to? Like at this time. And it wouldn't have been like radio friendly stuff. I would have been listening to like Isley. That makes sense for yeah. you. Number nine. That was a question. I have it. It's there. <laughs> you do. Is this Neo? It is. I can't think of a title of it. I like it. He said it. Did he? What is it called? Sexy love. Oh, I'm like waiting for the hook. And then I'll be like, this is probably what I thought the song was called. I do know this one, though. Neo is like, I feel like an underrated talent. I would agree. Because he really does like write bangers, but they're like, not too hard like they don't go too hard where i'm like not interested for a man smooth yeah and i feel like he's probably written and produced a lot of stuff that we don't realize he definitely has yeah. like his hit so sick neo wrote the lyrics to this song and the norwegian production team stargate wrote the music and produced the track we love Stargate. Unlike So Sick, the song finds Neo enraptured with a girl he's just crazy about. And the lyrics are about their sexual escapades and how good she makes him feel. Lyrics like, I erupt like a volcano and cover mm. her with my love. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> the blast. <No. laughs> Oh. If those two <laughs> things did not congruently happen today, I would not be so like I'd be bothered. <laughs> but now I'm like double bothered. <laughs> Sexy Love is the fourth and final U.S. single and the second and final international single from Neo's debut album. In my own words, it reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United Kingdom. The single charted at number 21 on downloads alone. Whoa. It rose 16 places and peaked at number five once the physical single was released. Physical singles, man. Remember when? 
R.I.P. This is like not what I go to when I want to listen to Neo. No. Uh, it's not bad though. Are you gonna soft pop it? No, because I think <laughs> I, I think I thought it was so sick. <laughs> so sick goes. Yeah. I'm so sick of love songs. It's like I'm going somewhere yeah. else if I'm gonna go into the Neo catalog. I also uh, let me love you until you learn to love yourself, love yourself. which you famously, uh, famously. <laughs> I will never forget that for the rest of my life. Cause I just like wasn't fucking fully I, like there's no way I could have been prepared for that. <laughs> I love when you play a song that you fully expect me to not know or you don't know, and I just am like, I know all, all the, the fucking words. words. Literally every word in the song. Whenever you played bottoms up, I also remember your face being like how do you know this? Like you like moved to the <laughs> mic and like looked me in the eye. You were like, why do you know all of Who the Who told words? you about bottoms up? <laughs> I've always known, honey. <laughs> I am what I am. Proud of you. And I put it where I put it. <laughs> bottoms up. <gasps> Christina Aguilera. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do, Do your, your thing! thing. <laughs> oh no, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes! <laughs> she does it in the second verse! I know she does! <laughs> you got what I want, boy, and I want! Look at the scene! My mother, my brother, my sister, and my friends! a lot of noise in it <laughs> so at one point it got a lot of spins for me as i went well. to this concert i had the cd i recall that aunt leslie took me and helen to this concert honestly going to a concert it was like i mean i was 16 i was like getting, getting the pleasure to, yeah and i like i just got to go I got to go so Helen had someone to like That's so have nice. fun with. I honestly don't even know how we ended up there because Helen now listens to like Rage Against the Machine and bullshit like that. I'm not I'm not trying to dismiss them. The but universal like, appeal of one Miss Christina Aguilera. Well, I don't even know if she ever like showed interest. I don't know how Aunt Leslie came upon like these why tickets. that like, was like, why move. <laughs> right. But she said, no, you're going. We did at the Melon Arena. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And Good the pussy cat dolls opened for her. Wow. <laughs> that is truly a moment. Aguilera said of this song at the MTV Movie Awards, <laughs> I wanted to make it light and easy for people to dance to and sing along to. The I don't whole, know that anything, Christina. Yeah, Aguilera don't know that that's true. <laughs> so the whole song is based on feel good elements of soul and blues and jazz. Lyrically, I just got married. So it's about someone in particular, but it's all about feeling good and not taking anything too seriously. This won a Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. 
Wow. Only respect for this. It's really, <laughs> it's really hard because part of me really wants the best for Christina. Like I appreciate she's her. She's a flawed woman. But she's like insufferable. Like there's yeah. something about her that is deeply insufferable. <laughs> it's like, like I want to root for her. She like, makes it hard. I, I, she really makes it hard. She makes it hard. Because she'll release a banger and then she'll say something stupid immediately after. And you're just like, let me. I've only unlocked 10% of my voice. It's like, girl. I don't even know that was a thing that she's ever said. Uh, I don't even think what you've unlocked so far has interesting enough for you to be talking about what else you could be doing. You do the same stuff. Your body was a banger, though. Your body? Your body? Your body? That song? unabashed just pure pop song bionic i have not listened to that album i know it's like the move though it's the move remember when she like released that messy album a couple years ago and people were like trying to convince me that it was good you were one of them oh i like that album yeah i but i was just like i i think the music video that she started with disgusted me so much that i was like i, can't I just can't this. but i liked it but see the, the problem is like now we can't let her live because you've, bo- you've boxed yourself in with your behavior you need to go emancipate yourself from this image what and how is this the image you've you've curated (laughs) for yourself i don't know like this mightier than now but like celine dion is probably one of the greatest talents also hilarious and like so much more approachable and like seemingly more humble (laughs) like yeah do you know what i mean someone who's like much more also i feel like celine has earned the right to be over it in some aspect right i don't know that christina Christina has yeah but she's like acting as though we need to hand that to her and it's like girl i don't think that's how it works it's like just because you're a talented singer doesn't mean we have to be interested correct you have to be interesting yeah go ask rita aura she's been trying for a decade i mean she's out here slanging flopping taika watiti okay in a a threesome yeah that beautiful (laughs) triple Excuse me, Rita Ora figured it out. She said, "Let me just stay in Australia I mean, forever." But like, listen to the. But musically, oh, Rita yeah. Ora has been on the verge of becoming a ar- pop artist for a decade. There's a like, reason why she has. She is the queen of the Who's. She's always going to be right there, but not quite. Honestly, that's not a bad. Place I was just to be. Like, maybe that's like what I would want. <laughs> Honestly. Know? honestly honestly no one's expecting too much from you this iceland nonsense has gone to my head <laughs> i know uh actually thank you iceland thank you iceland. we're the top premiere we're the top 50 music podcasts <laughs> of iceland uh, if you live in iceland i want to let you know personally that i love you yes i care about you we love i thank you we love all 10 of you i appreciate you I think that's all it is. It's, it's a ratio game that we somehow <laughs> tipped ourselves into. Rachel's going there for her honeymoon. I hear it's a very expensive to go there. They're going for 14 days to Iceland. I know. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. No, no disrespect, but what do you do in Iceland I'm not for sure. 14 days? I'm not sure. They're going to like go fuck around in the ice, I guess. The snow. I thought Iceland the was named Iceland as a farce. I mean, it is, but it's also not. It's not... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna soft bop this. I think because we had such a good time, I'm I also will soft bop it. Because I did, there was a moment in time where the, I did listen to this often. Uh, I really, 
I listened to Hurt the other day, so I, I, I I'm feeling I'm feeling soft. That's a dark song. That's a dark song for me personally. I can't listen to that. We're never going back. Honestly, the most like straightforward singing that she's ever done. It, there's not a lot of riffing in that song. No, and it's like if beautiful. You, you could just let it. You could just sing. Yeah, that is an option for you. Number because seven. if you do something too much, it becomes less impressive. It does. Oh no! It's a moment in time, no. baby. No, I, I would never have guessed this was in the top ten. It charted. It charted. Oh, well, imagine as I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor, and I can't help but to hear. No, I can't help but to hear in exchanging of words. What a beautiful wedding! What a beautiful wedding! I don't know any other words of the song. I don't know if I've ever listened to this song in full. Shame the poor groom's bride is a whore. I talked in with a hundred people I've never heard of. Clothes ain't the come down door, no. It's much better to face these kinds of things. But since the boys are rich, I know what I joined in. How many people I've ever heard of? Clothes ain't the come down door, no. With a sense of well, in fact. That's I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. This song takes place at a wedding. No. (laughs) The groom hears that his bride is cheating on him from a discussion between a bridesmaid and a waiter. And a waiter. A waiter. (laughs) Is to tell them to shut the door and keep it to themselves. But he wants to handle it himself and figure it out with poise and rationality. That was in the song facts. <laughs> I just wanted to include it. Thank you. Thank you, song facts. <clears throat> Panic at the Disco had a mere $10,000 budget to record A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, which oh, is their the debut album. album, which meant they couldn't afford to pay session musicians. So they recruited middle school band students to play much of the instrumentation. For this song, they recorded a girl in her early tunes playing cello one t- note at a time. They sampled the individual note notes and used them to craft the track. I don't know. I know that some people would find that fun, but I was like, child labor. I imagine everyone had to consent in that case for the child to be Do you think these children present. are getting royalty checks? Um, No. They were probably like, we're going to pay you once to do this. And that's it. That's a shame. You have no relationship to this song? I was done like with my my little emo scene. I'm like flipping my imaginary hair back because I just am like I was I think the closest I don't I don't know how to say this without offending people, but like pop punk really missed me. Like it like went around me. I missed so a I, lot of it, but I I, I saw it, panic like the, the whiplash from it was real but i also like i would the closest i would have gotten was like listening to a couple paramore songs i was a very casual user of pop punk and i'm not again being like a little too old you know sure i was just like a little too old to like really be in the culture but i did listen to this a lot I did have like some of the album downloaded, but not all of it. I actually weirdly got into them more like in 2000. 
after their second album came out. I will say I probably didn't know who Panic at the Disco was until like 2015. I, I just am saying like the culture, like when they had like a cultural resurgence moment, right, that was when like, I like was aware of them. Just as Brendan Urie as the moniker Panic at the Disco. Right. I'm going to bop this. Okay. This is the bop for me. I'm going to stop it for you. That song goes. I don't know. I don't know that that's a song. Have you ever heard five, nine in the afternoon or whatever it's called? <laughs> Have you ever heard <laughs> Yeah. <that song? laughs> I can't remember. I think that's what it's called. Well, it's nine in the afternoon. Your eyes are on the size of the moon. No, the one, the song... This is like sad. The Panic at Disco song that I'm most familiar with is like Death of a Bachelor, which is like Oh, uh, that newer. is like much newer. I wonder if that is what that song's called. I would like to know. Wow, he did do that song with Taylor Swift. I forgot about that. Yeah, not Me in the afternoon. That song haunted us. Oh, yeah. As workers in a mall <laughs> Sephora. Yeah. Um, you... You didn't start until after Ashley had quit, but there was a lot more Taylor Swift before your time. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I'm like fine with that. Not that song though. Uh, Ashley was there when this song, that song dropped and she was like, it's very good, isn't it? And I was like, sure. I'll <laughs> cue, let you live your fantasy. Cue me tearing out of skincare to like go squeak out a couple <laughs> tears during a particularly stressful day when Lover came on and it just like hit the wrong way, like hit in the right way, but the wrong way for the time. I mean, I cried on the floor when Rita Ora's Only Want You played. So, <laughs> so we, we, the stark black and white contrast of being inside of Sephora under the hot white lights sometimes <laughs> brings up deep emotional scars. And also, I don't, we cannot emphasize enough how bright the lights in our specific Sephora were. And how dark they are in other stores comparatively. So dark. And then it's like, no one likes your color match whether you're in a dark store or a too bright store. There's no winning. Anyway, that's like Sephora plates. <laughs> Taken back to a time. A, also, I was I think a couple months ago I was in that Sephora, our Sephora, mm-hmm. and I was like, the lights are really bright in here. You when you don't when you don't bright. work in there anymore, you don't see them frequently. It is like they are so bright. It's so funny because sometimes I'm like, maybe I miss it. And then I think about being pregnant working at Sephora. Being on my feet. No one we like works there anymore. Or very like few eight people. To ten hours. We like. Yeah, I don't And you like you always have to work with someone you don't like. I'm just saying. No, you ain't wrong. Number six. Get into the bed, girl. Our man. Baby boy? Is this baby boy? No. No, this is. Were you going to give it up to me? Is this just a Sean Paul joint? Featuring Keisha Cole. I remember this vaguely. I do. Give it up to me. <laughs> Every now and then you need a manic dance hall. <laughs> is he saying words? He is. I mean, I think we know. We're, we're here. We're, we're here. We're, yeah. we're in it together. Yeah. 
I do a vague recollection of that song. Sean Paul admitted to Hebe magazine that the song is about, yeah, give me some pussy. He added, <laughs> but it's about saying it with tact. It's not wiling out. It can play on the radio. I'm thinking about my song when I'm writing this too, you know? <laughs> you just start that quote over again. <laughs> From the top. Sean Paul admitted to Hebe magazine that this song is about yeah give me some pussy <laughs> he added but it's about saying it with tact it's not wiling out it can play on the radio i'm thinking about my son when i'm writing this too you know Holding my face. I literally—I knew that was gonna. I knew it. I couldn't wait to read it to you. Every time the Sean Paul quotes, really uh, anything about Sean Paul. So this title was, of that we already got it. We already got it. Yeah, this was Sean Paul's sixth top ten hot uh, single on the Hot 100. The dance hall star is the most successful Jamaican artist of all time on the U.S. charts. So I did pull all the songs up until this one, which would have been oh, the same. Oh, this is interesting. So give me the light. Let's give me the light and pass the jaw. Okay. Uh, get busy. Get busy. Temperature, which I totally forgot about. I fucking love temperature. Do you know? Do you remember? Do you recall? I'm, it was I, like earlier this same year. I might. Hold on. I'm going to play it because I used to love this shit. The girl them skill Yes. <laughs> I had this as a ringtone. This song claps. Okay. I think this came up on shuffle and I was like, we're going to let that happen. Shuffle really be out here, right? Let me do though. Baby boy and we be burning. Are the other songs yeah wow and then later in life you know he had a few more on top yeah. of that cheap thrills more than diamonds more than gold <laughs> Hop, da, dip, da. i have no idea what the piece says after the second <laughs> i am i a sean paul stan account <laughs> you might be. i feel like it's where we're headed i'm gonna help you run the page Moderate uh, the comments. Uh, <laughs> what if that's how we plot famous? <laughs> <laughs> it bears repeating Sean Paul edition coming next year. Coming next year. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to soft bop it. I will as well. I think it's only this right. man's allowed to live. I think we gotta let him. Live. We gotta have to. It's only we're, all, we're thinking about his son. We are thinking about his son. <laughs> you know, he's got to think about <laughs> his son. Yeah, and we also have to think about. We his also son. have to think about Sean Paul's son. This song just makes me. Oh yeah, just, I don't want to chest. Very chesty. Don't you dare hurt. Loosen up my buttons, babe. Uh-huh. Say what you keep from. Ah. Say what you gonna do to me. 
then like, can't you see? This song <laughs> really did it for me. But I see nothing. Typical. <laughs> She's until she sings the song. It is. It's 100% how she sings this. I literally don't care about this part. No. <laughs> you have to get into her addiction. See? Me? See? I don't think you know. are actually pretty nice. That part. But I see nothing. Buttons by Pussy Hand I'm out of breath. Typical. <laughs> that is what she do though. This is from the debut studio album PCD. Famously only sung by Nicole Scherzinger. Famously. Is this what the music sounds like? It's done. It's mastered. This That's is it. the music. This is it. Contemporary music critics criticized Buttons. It's, how, how dare you? <laughs> it's formulaic production. I don't know about... I don't know that that's no, no, true. No, 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 that's Though true. it was featured on 2006 Year Endless by Rolling Stone and Vibe. The track reached number one in Austria, Hungary, and New Zealand, where it became the group's fourth consecutive number one. It also peaked within the top 10 of 12 other countries, including the UK singles chart and US Billboard Hot 100, where it peaked at number three. With Button selling 2 million digital copies in the US, the Pussycat Dolls became the first girl group in digital history to have three singles cross that mark. Congratulations to those women. Nicole Scherzinger. Basically just Nicole uh, Scherzinger. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, and I probably had this mindset too, that it was like just to dismiss them. Oh, yeah. But I was just like, everything about them is like very 2021, to be quite honest. I would say so. It's like very modern. I would say so. I, I do I do feel about, they were going to do like a comeback. They had a single in 2019 or like in 2020. It was good, wasn't it? It was very good. It's called React and I like actually highly recommend I have Highly never recommend. interacted with it. <gasps> There's like a lot of noise. <laughs> Again, noise. more noise. Famously more noise. Yeah, because it's like... <laughs> oh, that's like the chorus. It's just of like... Ah. So, I mean, obviously this is Bob's. This is obviously... This is like my preferred... PCD. Yes. Buttons yeah. did it for me. I actually don't mind a lot of their music, to be quite honest, but... Never, never like... Stand. I also, you know, when you're trying not to be visibly queer, you like move away from queer things, you know? Oh, yeah. I remember. Because like, you know, I wasn't going to like the Pussycat Dolls because they were sexy. It was just because they were women. Yes. I feel that Nicole Scherzinger suffers from a little bit of what Christina Aguilera also suffers I, from. Well, I think complex. she did for a long time. I think she has come down to earth. She's come. I she's think she has over, over it because I, well, I also think they got back together, and I think that was like a little bit of humble pie. Because she was like, uh, maybe I can't make it on my own. Well, also <laughs> like she's a very talented singer. She is, but like, and she like was she's been on Broadway. She's done. Oh, her I know. Things. She's, she's done like, things. She's really she's done many things. And she's like she's on that mass singer. She's got her coin. She's got her bag. Oh, she's, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. So I'm 
living comfortably. Yeah. I mean, I I like don't have qualms with her as much as I do Christina Aguilera. No, like, but I think at one point she did. She yeah. was insufferable. It was it was a little yeah. bit of the same same trauma. Yeah, whenever she had she dismissed all the other pussycat dolls at the concert and then saying feeling good a cappella. That yeah. was a moment. I was like I was like we didn't need choices. This. You didn't you don't you're there. And then she, it was like blood flying home. Like a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to find I hope someone has that it, it has to be on the internet there's no way that it's not oh you know another Pussycat Dolls song that's so good Hush Hush but like the remix version mm-hmm. Hush 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 I don't know anything about that and then it it, then it, uh, it like also goes into I Will Survive it's like a whole moment baby can't you see <laughs> okay you, I feel like you, you would like Hush Hush I'll send it to you please do number four Famously, my... You plus me. Yes. Famously, one of my honorable mentions previously. Mm-hmm. This music video. Hot. It's very hot. Cassie, Cassie is the artist. Yes, it is. This beat is very nice. This beat is... Very nice. It's very nice. This takes me back to a moment in time. Yeah. yourself i'm the flute (laughs) i miss the tag yourself memes they really were my fave they were pretty good (laughs) me and you is the debut single from cassie's first release in (laughs) april 2005 was that that gas i don't know what was happening (laughs) (laughs) april 25th 20th doesn't matter Anonymous debut album <laughs> written and produced by Ryan Leslie. The song reached number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. What number are we on? Four. Okay. And <laughs> remained in the top 40 for nearly five months. That's incredible. I thought so. The song's got legs. You forget about it until you're like, oh, yeah. In a cultural sense. Like, this was 15 years ago. It was. And so now I'm thinking, like, what wasn't, like, who was Cassie? Like, who was the Cassie of 1985? Did you ever, like, think about things like that? Because I'm sure there is, like, probably something like that, like an equivalent. Because, like, I feel like Gen Z wouldn't know Cassie unless they grew up in a specific household. Does that, you know what I mean? So, like, your child will know Cassie. Your child will know Cassie. They will. They will know Um, Cassie. But I just am saying, like, that's just so interesting. It is. It is funny. It's because in, in real time, like, you don't think about these things when you're young. But now I'm like, I'm All the like, time. yeah. So a streamer that we were watching, we were watching the replay on YouTube. And it was this. It's a thing where 
the people who are watching this person's stream will put videos in a queue and they watch them. And the idea okay. is that this person doesn't laugh. Sure. Okay. I know. Yeah. And somebody dropped in the Quizno subs with like the deranged <gasps> subs. He had never seen it before. Uh, and he's like, is this real? Oh yeah. Did this air on television? I was, and I was like literally laughing so hard. I had no breath. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny. Cause you forget. I have, some people I have don't never know. forgotten those. He just didn't know. I know that I I I was trying to describe them to a young person and they were like, those aren't real. I was like He was like, was this a real thing that people did? Like this was just an advertisement? Well advertisements I mean advertisements are annoying, but they used to be like very annoying. I did see one TikTok the other night when I opened the app and it was a young man with a certain kind of haircut and there was like the the comment up at the top of the screen and he goes you guys keep saying I look like the berries and cream guy. Ah, I thought- <laughs> <laughs> so that it's him watching berries and cream, berries and cream. Or just like head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. But that's what it was. Like what? that's what the ad- that's what the advertisement did. Yeah. There wasn't really a call to action. It was just like Ah! This is how you use it. <laughs> Just shouting. I've never used head on, so it didn't work. Eddie's a cream. <laughs> We're both bopping yeah. menu, correct? Yes. Fabulous. That scoots us. <laughs> scoot scoots right up to <laughs> number <laughs> three. Nope. Didn't think so. One of my favorite anecdotes that I've ever heard around a song was Lindsay Weber on Who Weekly describing being at an event where somebody was put on the spot to sing the words to the song and their visible, visible discomfort. And Did you? I sent you a TikTok of a woman just scream singing this on the stage, didn't I? <laughs> this was in the top 10 of one of ours. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I was like, because I think it was in our first bracket. We're going to do another bracket, I promise. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Probably after Giddy. I don't think this song is very good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's very good. (laughs) I mean, you're not really wrong, but like, it feels weird to say, doesn't it? (laughs) Like, it felt weird for you to say that. <laughs> I think whenever we both went, you tease me, we both, like, realized it in our hearts. This song isn't good. <laughs> this song's not good. Maybe it was popular and made a bunch of money, and, like, we all were like, well, Nelly Furtado, good for you. But, like, I don't think this is good. <laughs> like, I don't think it's good. It's all, it's, it was never my favorite, like, Nelly Furtado no, Timbaland moment. me neither, moment. but, like... I don't think this is good. Honestly, Timbaland <laughs> doesn't always need a verse. He doesn't need produced. to be featured vocally on a song. 
He really does work himself in there. He doesn't need it. We don't need to hear from you. We want you to be involved in production. Yeah. Because like his verse you. on Are You That Somebody is like very laughable. Better known as Ali. Ali. <laughs> but that kind of like works in a song where the one of the key background components is a baby wailing. <laughs> like it kind of all yeah. fits together in the absurdity of why that song is so good. I'm the man for the big VA. Like, <laughs> this is what I gotta say. Uh-huh. It is like ridiculous. Gotta tell somebody. somebody. That's what it gets me. <laughs> he doesn't need a verse. He doesn't. Say what? I do kind of. I do get lit whenever he does. On are you that somebody in his verse? Because it's like just so silly. It is. It is. Wow. This is breaking. <laughs> breaking news. In an interview with Blender Magazine, Furtado said that the song is not about sex, but verbal <laughs> foreplay. Why do people keep doing that? Stop. Tim and I called it the Blackberry song because everything we say in the song, you could text message to somebody. <laughs> How many E's do you think there are in D's and <laughs> Too many. T-E-E-E-Z-I-N. I'm stopping this. Uh, I'm conflicted. No, you're not. You're stopping this. No, you're not. It was on our bracket once, and then we've immediately turned on it. We have turned on it. (laughs) We have turned on it. Which brings us all the way up to number two. Wow. I have to talk about this song. Okay. It, it, the cultural impact of this song cannot go unnoticed. No. Without that, without care, yeah, I was out of touch. Ooh, I was because I didn't know enough. I just knew too much. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? Come on now. Oh, I forgot. I always forget about this one. <clears throat> the time of your life. Nas Barkley is producer Danger Mouse Brian Burton and vocalist CeeLo Green, Thomas Calloway. Danger Mouse produced. Ew. Yeah. Danger Mouse produced the Gorillaz album Demon Days. CeeLo was in Goody Mob. The name Gnarls Barkley is a play on Charles Barkley, who is a Hall of Fame basketball player and an outspoken commentator. The moniker came up in a conversation between Danger Mouse and some of his friends when they were throwing out weird name, weird ideas for band names. I'm going to read this quote <clears throat> as I pulled it from Song Facts. Who's the, who are we quoting? Danger Mouse. This okay. has language in it that I would not use. Okay. It's not a hard stop word, but it, okay. it's. I'm going to say it in context of. I think it's important in context of 2006. It's the this R word. Band. Yeah. Okay. And um, exact. See, you knew. <laughs> yeah. You knew, which tells me a lot. Okay. In a 2006 interview with the New York Times, <laughs> Danger Mouse said, "I brought in a song that I felt was a complete." Ennio Morricone ripoff. 
Morricone is a composer of a spaghetti of spaghetti western scores. But CeeLo and I started talking and I somehow got off on this tangent about how people won't take an artist seriously unless they're insane. And we were saying that if we really wanted this album to work, the best move would be just to kill ourselves. That's how audiences think it's retarded. So we started jokingly discussing ways in which we would make people think we were crazy. We talked about this for hours and then I went home. But while I was away, CeeLo took that conversation and made it into crazy, which we recorded in one take. That's the whole story. The lyrics are his interpretation of that conversation. That is what that man said to the New York Times. All of this to say. <laughs> in 2006, this was a bop. Yeah. This one hard. There was like nothing that really until, sounded I like think this. I, up until recently, I would have considered this a bop. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, CeeLo is who he is. You know? Right. And if you are in the business of separating the art from the artist, then have at it. Yeah. Uh, this song was like v- huge for me, personally. Like, I listened to this nonstop. Oh, I listen to this a lot. Also, so many covers of this song. So like, many. You do not have to listen. So many. And they're all good. Almost Correct. a lot of them are very, very Canonically, good. like between Amanda and I, like the song is like a tentpole in our friendship because oh. we were just like obsessed with it together. Yeah. People that knew me at the time, I feel, can also say that like, I probably pulled this song in and was like, this is important culture. It was, yeah, you're right. Like there was nothing else that sounded There was nothing like else this. that sounded like this or anything. Um, like that album, the first album, Narles Barkley album is excellent. And the second one is also excellent. I don't know that I know any other song. It's like, uh, you might know Runaway. Runaway, Runaway, Run Judith, Run for your life. No. I think it's on all. I'm, it's now too far past that I probably couldn't. That's fair. You know, but I digress. It was just like very, very unique for the moment. And while it's a bummer that it is what it is at this point, yeah. In context of 2006, totally a bomb. Yeah. Omitted from the from the passage of time. Now, I can we cannot scribe the results of this on a tableau. This would be omitted from the tableau. Yeah. But in oral discourse, it can remain. Right. Would you agree previously? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to sequester them away. Mm-hmm. It is unfortunate, but I do remember Sandy Toms covering the song. So good. Sandy Toms is like an artist that I heard of and the only song I, well, I, I own the album, but like the song that like I at first heard from her was like, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's like not a good song. Would you like to kick off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our adventure? Into honorable mentions. so funny you chose this. Rock. Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay you. I see you on my radar, don't you act like you afraid of shit. You know I got it if you wanna come get it. Stand next to this money like, hey, hey, hey. Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay you. Don't worry about the meters, keep your nose up in the air. You know I got it if you wanna come get it. Stand next to this money like, hey, hey. 
shake, shake your money maker. You were shaking it for some paper. Took your mama nine months to make ya. Might as well shake what your mama gave ya. You, you looking good in them jeans. I bet you look even better with me in between. I keep my mind on my money, money on my mind. But you's a hell of a distraction when you shake your behind. I'm on my right side, pouring some cups. My foot is on the left, and they ain't giving a fuck. So feel free to get loose and get carried away. So by tomorrow, you forgot what you were saying today. But don't forget about this feeling that I'm making you get. And all the calories you burn from me making you sweat. The mile high points you earn when we take. In my jet, and well, every way you turn, I'll be making you wet Cause you can't <laughs> We need to just put you and Amanda in a room Her love of ludicrous cannot be understated I didn't even know I put on some errant ass ludicrous song And that's what took over her body also The spirit I just love everything about that song That song is Excellent. Backstroke, breaststroke, stroke of a genius. <laughs> yeah, they call me the Renaissance man. Get up and I say harder than a cinder block man. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Left turn. The Make absolute, a left. We're gonna absolutely pivot away from that energy. <laughs> that okay. energy is gonna go I feel like I know this, but like it's just not, I'm you not will. there yet. Do you feel like a man when you push her around? Do you feel better now as she falls to the ground? You know, just like a cute song about domestic violence. The singers? The red jumpsuit apparatus. Uh, uh-huh. I remember their time in the sun. Yes. We're going to pivot again, but not the direction I started. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the cultural significance of this song cannot be lost for the time. Three. VH1 trauma. <laughs> they really did. They pushed her so. I know myself, so I'm gonna let it do all the talk. Woo! I mean, I just love a woo. Woo! You really do. I came across a place in the middle of nowhere with a big black horse and a cherry tree. Woo! I felt a little fear upon my back. I said, "Don't look back, just keep on walking." All I remember is. Catherine McPhee rolling around on the American Idol stage singing I remember that. She was on her knees the whole time. I remember that. And then she lost to Taylor Hicks. I was devastated. That's what happens to Republicans. Well. No, 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 no. I said no, no. You're not the one for me. No, no. No, 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 no. I said no. You're not the, the one. one for me. I just like when she riffs that there's like the big black horse and a tree. 
I can't forget that because my uncle's taking me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go with the. We're gonna <laughs> wow, we are going all over. <laughs> we are gonna pivot again. Pivot. Are you well? <laughs> 2006, no. Watch my life pass <laughs> me by in the review mirror. Pictures frozen in time are becoming clearer. I don't want to waste another day. See, you know. Wait, but this course though? Cause I want you and I feel you crawling underneath my skin like a hunger, like a burning to find a place I've never been. Now I'm broken and I'm fading. I'm half the man I thought I would be. But you can have what's left of me. This is Nick Lachey. Just Nick Lachey. I was like very into this. I was like, yes. All right. I have my last one on the notes, but I just need you to like look away from my computer. Because um, I like, for I had them written down and I can't remember my last one off the top of my head. I need, I also need the phone so I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sweating so hard. Is it hot in here? It is hot in here. Okay. Uh, whenever there's like, when that's shut and then I don't have a fan running, it's just as hot. But if the fan was running, you'd be able to hear it on the mics. So it's fair. It's not like super hot, but like because there's no motion. No, but I'm yeah. like sweaty. We're making another turn. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are. We, we're checking off a lot of boxes in this particular honorable book. I don't know what month. boxes, but they're getting checked. I also listened to this song recently. <laughs> I almost chose this because this goes. This? This is excellent. This, this is culture. This. Forgive. Sounds good. Forget. I'm not sure you could. Also feels relevant to the times we are living in. Time heals everything, but I'm still waiting. Girl, well, none of us were well in 2006. There is an amazing, amazing, amazing episode of You're Wrong About that talks about... Which I about have listened to. 
this particular moment in culture and the chicks and like what happened with so them this time. It's so excellent. good. Excellent. Because excellent. Because like, I, I like guess I didn't realize in, in at the time what was going on with them. No, but I was so, like very into the storyline though. Yeah. <laughs> well, redemption. I mean, the whole, the Rolling Stones cover. Oh yeah. Like everything about this moment. Iconic. Like, a moment. It's just like, it's a moment. I would like to dedicate my last honorable mention to one John Pavlot of the Patreons. <gasps> oh. Um, I chose this for us. This murder? Yes. <laughs> Which I definitely had in 2006, but was not fully enmeshed. I remember like AFI being like in my periphery, but like never. Like I remember this song. I would never have guessed that this was charted in any kind of way. Oh, sure did. AFI is very good. I don't visit them a lot, but like when I touch down, I always have a good time. Davey Havoc is a really excellent artist. Very versatile. Also, extremely easy on the eyes. Yeah. Men are starting to look cute again, and I hate that for me. Feeling highly breedable <laughs> in this moment. Ew. That's just as bad as what I said. <laughs> I just want to let you know. No. Absolutely. I don't uh, want anybody talking about how breedable they are. I resent that. Ew. As someone who has been bred. Yes. I find <laughs> that, that triggering. I found bred for Yes. I didn't say anything about my kid being in the splash zone. No. <laughs> I don't know that there's Okay. Um, <laughs> we're just going to move on like you did. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm making your last notes here. Wonderful. <laughs> so number one. Number what one. What if I told you? <laughs> It was all meant to be. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I like didn't want anybody oh, to know how much I love this song. This is all noise, <laughs> but I fucking love this song so hard. It's a bob. When I come to the club, step aside. Please don't be happy in the line. Because you know I got a shine. I fuck your fuck and you love me long time. All my girls get down on the floor. Back to back, drop it down real low. Real low. Such a lady, but she's dancing like a hoe. I don't give a fuck, so here we go. How come every time you come around my London, London bridge, wanna go down like London, London, London? Get it up off <laughs> She's just going, I'm a never <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
no. London Bridge. By Fergie. John Garrett helped write this. Sure. He is a go-to guy in the world of hip-hop lyrics. Known for his ability to craft a story. Other songs he's worked on include Yeah by Usher. Run It by Chris Brown and Soldier by Disney's Child. This is Fergie's first single as a solo artist. She got her start on the TV show Kids what Incorporated. What a wild solo song. She also hosted the show um, The Great Pretenders. Because you're the great uh, pretenders. I kind of remember that. And then she later joined the Black Eyed Peas, helping them go from an underground rap group to one of the <laughs> biggest hip-hop R&B acts of the early aughts. The bridge featured in the video is, in fact, Tower Bridge, not <laughs> London Bridge. In the album version, Fergie repeats the word shit 32 times. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> you know it's, 2000 so- it's 2006 when your song starts, oh, oh shit. shit. I didn't realize that was her. I would never have guessed that was her. everybody is just like, okay with it. What was it in the, was it Oh Snap? What was it? They just didn't have like that oh. intensity. Like, I think they were in the background towards the chorus okay but like not constantly when i think that on the album version it like leads in with that yeah. it continues oh shit oh shit brace yourself she's about to happen oh shit london's london bridge is about to go down the lundy 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 be going down complete not her noise oh, it it's terrible i bought it i bought it <laughs> <laughs> that is my truth if it ever shows up another week that we're gonna so stop true. it i swear <laughs> but today today she lives today she lives <laughs> when i saw the top 10 i knew that you this knew. was appropriate this felt right mm-hmm. it felt it felt like a time that was a good top 10 it started it like a little a week but it it got there but also, I think that might have been my favorite section of honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Just emotional whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> so we started with Ludacris and Pharrell. And then what was your Rex? What was your uh, face down? <laughs> and then I put Katie Tunstall in there. And then you put a Nick Lachey song in there. And then I put a chick song in there. And then we ended with AFI. AFI yeah. <laughs> were you looking for a full emotional experience (laughs) while you celebrate my birth Mm -hmm. by listening to this well you've got it what have you been listening to fuck This song. Correct. Yeah. I played this for, I told Tom about this already, but I played this for the baby and the baby really responded very positively. I don't know why this was the song where I was like, you should know about this before you get here. Your husband was saying that your child is going to be a cult leader. Yeah. Well, after he said that, me and Giddy listened to this. Gideon was like, fuck around and find out, (laughs) dad. (laughs) Yes. Daddy. What happened to Matthew Knowles could happen to you. Yeah, Kitty said, I don't fucking think. 
<laughs> Try the fuck again. My favorite noise. Ooh. <laughs> There's so many things about this that oh, I yeah. enjoy. The isms of each of them. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what this is, this is Daddy Lessons by Beyonce, but this is the version featuring the chicks. It's so good. Okay. 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 I can't believe we're going to play this song. (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to this song. A trouble. had a conversation earlier today so it's kind of all just like wrapped up in that <laughs> that's fair yeah that's fair that's an excellent song it goes there like degrassi <laughs> are we doing one more we can or do one more done? okay we do one more. we can do one more yeah yeah <laughs> Aaliyah's One in a Million is now on streaming. Uh, spend some time with that. I listened to it once through. But like, I'm not as familiar with the pieces. The pieces. So I only know, knew the, the, the heaters. If your girl only knew that you was trying. Hey 
excellent choosy love choosy love <laughs> there's a lot of there's just like some depth and oceans album i of course listened to the one i gave my heart to at disgusting amounts i but i was like very young i just like downloaded a bunch of random Aaliyah. like mm-hmm. i didn't have the right, albums right. being able to go back and visit them as a piece mm-hmm. really nice but I was like driving home listening to the one I gave my heart to. And I was like, <laughs> how could you just walk out the door? <laughs> Do not love me anymore. Uh. Excellent. Okay. I, 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 I should just go with my heart. It's going to be a typical answer for me. But also kind of following the theme of things. You <laughs> me getting in the car and playing highly emotional people. Now we reach the end I ran the marathon The road had many bends But we knew that all along I think it made me strong Just to keep your love at any cost And it's most tempting to give in When you hear the firing shots When your steps from winning back All the happiness you lost This is the best part of the song by marina by the way and if you have already been listening for however long you've been joining haven't listened to any marina album start to finish i think you should look in look at yourself in the mirror tonight and ask yourself why yeah also we have there's like a recommended listening it's like start with electra heart go to fruit Go back to the family jewels. Come to Ancient Dreams to see where we are now. Mm-hmm. And then visit Love and Fear. I think that's the perfect, the perfect. I think Ancient Dreams really, I do have a, such a strong, a, a, such a fondness for because it, it was 100% self-written. Just. Yeah, and I do, Tiffany, I've had a lot of discourse about Love and Fear since it released, I don't think we've ever really. There's never been like a whole, a whole like, conversation. We, like, yeah, just like we like will bring it up sometimes, and it has a lot of merit to it. There is something very simple and straightforward about it that I think is the problem There's for a lot, lot of people. Of pain though on that yeah. album, and I don't know that we were all privy to that, and like not as we sh- we don't need to be, but like I always like the second half more, but it is like the darker, <laughs> the darker half. There's like. 
Yeah. Something going on. And then I think this like has some sort of like relief. But yeah, like sort of like the period to the sentence that was started. But Love and Fear does have a lot of bops on it. There are some bops there for are, sure. I don't know. I listened to it front to back and I was like, I like all of these songs. <laughs> and like that was like a shocker to me where I was just like, I judge this very harshly. There are like two that like I really do not like Orange Trees. You don't like Orange Trees? No, I'm just guessing. No, orange I like trees Orange Trees. And um the, the other one. I don't know. To be human. Oh, I really don't like to be human. I know you don't. I really don't like to be human. I I I campaigned against that song in real time. And everyone was like, no, this is the song from the album. I'm like, is it the song from the album? And then whenever she performed it live in the desert, Tiffany was like, this song? And I was like, I caught up. I was like, didn't you like like this song? I just it I always have said this. Like I was like, Savage is a much Savages is a much better take and a much more real take and a much more lived in take. Well, I think it's on just a thing. much a much more interesting take than Sure. Though like the end of To Be Human like kind of goes there. The bridge is the, great. Exactly. The bridge That's is very I mean. good. But like cutting, you have to still cut out like three quarters of the song. Well, she's just listing places for the first three quarters. Yeah. She's just like, from Angola. Like, you know, just like, and you're like, okay, there's Russia, Angola. These are places. But there is great noise in that song. <laughs> I'm going to do... This is like coming to my YouTube. I've been working on it. I'm going to do uh, Marina tier lists for each album, but every tier will just be a noise from a song. (laughs) (laughs) And then I will explain them. So like for album one, I'm like, there'll be, you know, and then as I go through them, I will repeat the sound. And oh, 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 oh. Anyway, that's coming to my YouTube channel. If you haven't wait. checked out, you gotta. Thank you for being patient with us this week and getting out the yes, episode late. So sorry, saws babes. Um, I did have a birth day. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, not like, a birth, not yeah, a birth. Just I was a like, birthday. that actually is a thing that could happen. But in thing. trying to create space in order to to have a day where I got to be born and sit in that, <laughs> yeah. Also, there, this whole weekend, we like were just neither one of us wanted to record this weekend. No, we but, like we, hung out as friends, right? Which we have not done in many, in a minute, in a minute. Months, yeah, yeah. I laid in Tom's bed. We're watching South of Nowhere. It's very, it's a good gay old time. Oh, I, I, I feel I still am apologizing for not letting you ever like sit in my bed before. That's totally okay. But, but that's how we're going to continue like to watch the show. Is like from there. Yes, <laughs> a, a, absolutely. Yeah. I was so comfortable. I know when you were like hesitant about the legs, I was like, no, you got to put the legs up. That's like where it's at. The sweet spot is head up, legs up. Oh, heads I was up, in up. there. It was lovely gal. Well, if you, if you haven't voted for it, bears repeating for best of Pittsburgh, Please. it's the last, it's our last call. That is last call. So if you can get that in, if you want to, that'd be can, great. If you can. And then you can also vote for my YouTube channel. You should vote for Tom's YouTube channel. The premier Pat McGrath YouTuber. It is. I'm almost at 600 views on that one. That's wild. It was excellent. Oh, thanks. I mean, I I think all your content is excellent. Yeah. Obviously, I I don't know. It it does feel like that video was like a shift where I was like, let me prove this to you by like. And showing- you did it, but you did it though. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that's why people are returning to it. So 
And then I also started reviewing what I have. Also, me doing swatches. Like, I think they turned out great, but I was just, like, so nervous when I was swatching. I could only imagine. I was like, I, that would drive me nuts. You did a great job. There was just, like, lights and glitter everywhere. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe that. I was just, like, my uh-huh. arms were just, like, covered in glitter. <laughs> you did an amazing job. But I also, we're going to compare. I'll talk about the, the golds. Song. I can't we're do the, yeah. wait. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.